Hey guys, I'm Manali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Three Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And this week we're back for, I think, weeks, week so. seven. Supposed to be week eight, but we're kind of stuck on week seven because if you keep up with us on social media, or, well, Instagram actually is the only <laughs> social media we have right now. Um, if you saw our Instagram story, we kind of took a rest week, um... You know, after, you know, thinking about it a little bit, we both kind of, like, decided that we couldn't really put our best foot forward if we were just kind of, like, throwing something out there and not really, like, truly putting our full, like, time and effort into a podcast topic and, um, like, just telling you guys what's on our heart. So we were like, you know, we do this to be, like, real and raw and honest and, um, you know, we're in college, so we just kind of need a break sometimes, and we just kind of needed to, like, regroup and gather our thoughts, and we have lots and lots of homework, so if you're um, a college student or even, like, a high school student, you understand, like, the workload can be a lot sometimes, um, so yeah, we just decided to take a rest week, but really in a way that was more, like, take some time to really meditate on God's Word, because a lot of people, or even Christians, you know, will talk about, you know, like, um, like do all these different things, but then they won't actually like read their Bible. And that is just so important to do daily. And that's something that, you know, we had to regroup on and kind of, you know, like, you know, hold ourselves accountable to that and just really rest and meditate on God's word. And, um, yeah, so that's just kind of what happened last week. And so this week we are back with another episode and this week it is the fruits of the spirit. So, if you ever heard of, um, what's that Bible? I think I have it written down. It's Genesis. I'll read it later, but it's, no, not Genesis. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Galatians. Galatians five twenty two through 23. I'll read that later. But it goes through what the fruits of the Spirit are. And, you know, everybody or a lot of Christians will be like, you know, you need to bear fruit or you need to make sure that you're producing more uh, spiritual fruit, and then, you know, I was always kind of like, like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, what really does that, like, how do I do that? So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about in this episode, but before we do that, we just kind of want to get started with um, our question of the week, which, as always, we just sort of came up with. Oh, and you might hear some, like, rumbling in the background. It just decided to start um, storming out of nowhere, so thundering and lightning that you might hear in the background, so yeah. Anyways, so do you want to read, or do you want to say the question of the week? Yes, so we picked, um, if you could be any of the seven dwarves, which one would you be? (laughs) Uh, And there are just so many great options (laughs) for this question. We started, like, going through, we're like, what are the seven dwarves? So we decided it was dark, Mm -hmm. uh, dopey, sleepy, sleepy, sneezy, bashful, (laughs) bashful, happy, happy, and... Oh my gosh, what's the seventh? Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 it's, uh, Grumpy. Did we say Grumpy? I don't know, did Wait. we? <laughs> grumpy, Sneezy, Dopey, Sleepy, Doc, Bashful, and Happy. We got it. Okay, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, I think that I would be, I don't know, I go through, like, all of them at, like, some point or another, <laughs> so, like, I kind of relate to all of them. Um, Honestly, in, like, the course of a day, I could go through all of the seven doors. <laughs> I think Same. I would be, like, dopey, just because, I don't know, like, he's just kind of, like, everywhere. He can be sporadic. I can definitely be sporadic at times. Um, feel that? Yeah. Dopey's a good one. <laughs> um, what would I be? Either sleepy or bashful, I feel like. Like a combination of the two. Yes, <laughs> sleepy and bashful. Yeah, I identify with them the most. I, gosh, I haven't seen Snow White in, like, years. I don't even remember what their, which, I mean, obviously, like, their traits are in their name, so. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Because I mean, somebody said, like, you know, 
like how we were talking about like Winnie the Pooh, they went through like that conspiracy theory. Yeah, dopey's like a dope Yeah, head. somebody <laughs> said dopey was like a dope head, so I'm kind of like, you know, maybe I don't relate to dopey, but like, you know. Putting the theories aside, <laughs> she putting, relates to Dopey. Yeah, putting those uh, theories aside and just basing it off the cartoon, I think I'd be Dopey. But if I wasn't Dopey and you guys want to go off of, like, that Dopehead theory, then I'd probably be, um... Is Dopehead something we should be saying? <laughs> <laughs> probably not, but I mean, like, they exist, have good so. intentions behind it. <laughs> Maybe happy. I don't know, I'm not always happy, but... <laughs> Or, um, or Doc. I don't I know. I could see you being Doc. Yeah, maybe Doc. Take he's kind of like, <laughs> take on that leadership role. Um, maybe a mix between, I don't know. Yeah, probably Doc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a simple question of the week, so. Yeah, that one didn't last near. That's the shortest question. <laughs> I know. We We're at like five minutes and 30 seconds. We so. haven't gone off on a tangent yet before getting yeah. to it. Yeah, so before, well, I'm about to. Not oh. really. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, so kind of to um, give you guys like what's going to be coming in like the weeks ahead. So next week, we're going to have like probably our most, uh, or I don't know, like a very special but hard episode to record next week and we're gonna announce that later on so I don't want to tell you guys yet but um that's gonna be our last episode of the season and then we're gonna take a little bit of a break we're not really sure on how long that break is gonna be because we're in the middle of school and we really want this podcast to be like we really want to spend time on what like our topics are gonna be and what we're gonna talk about who we're gonna have on the podcast and really what we want to do like moving forward um and we also just discussed before this like we want to have like you know, a little photo shoot so you guys aren't seeing the same picture over and over on our Instagram feed because we know it's getting old, but we're going to be working on some things behind the scenes. But yeah, we're going to do a separate like episode, like a short little episode on that later on. Um, So that was just to kind of give you guys a rundown on what's going to be coming in the next few weeks. So, okay, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Okay, so like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about the fruits of the spirit, and I know that it sounds kind of cliche to talk about, but we're really going to kind of give like a deeper meaning behind it, and we also want to give some ideas of how you can apply this in your daily lives, because we also could use this as well. Um, So the Bible verse that I referenced earlier is out of Galatians 5, 22 through 23, so Manali, if you want to read that verse. Yeah, so it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. I think there's like a song that we learned of that in like vacation Bible school or something. I can't remember how it goes. If I paid attention in Bible school. It was like, the fruits of the Spirit are, and then you say it really fast, it was like. Love, joy, peace, peace. Yeah. (laughs) That was like how it went. I can't, like, I can't, I still can't say it that fast. Um. But yeah, so we're just going to kind of break those down. So we'll just go ahead and start with the first one. So it says, the, but the fruit oh, wait, of the spirit I, is... Oh, sure. Sorry. Go for it. <laughs> um, I did want to, <clears throat> um, before we like started getting into explaining what all these were, um, that or to say that all of these are a choice. They mm-hmm. are God-given, but they're based on decision-making. Um, so. Yeah. No, yeah, that's true. And it's also... Um, you know, you see quotes about this all the time, like, you can't, like, ask God to help you um, become more patient, and then he's going to put you in situations that are really going to test your patience, that is how you're building, you know, a what, more patient, yeah, building more patience, mm-hmm. and, like, to become a more patient person is you're really going to be tested, and, you know, it's going to be hard, you know, going through, like, these transitions of trying to you know, bear more fruit, but it's gonna, it's gonna be worth it in the end, and you do have to pray and ask God for these, like, you know, it doesn't just come, and he's gonna put you in situations and give you opportunities to show these, to, you know, understand these, and, um, you know, apply it to your, to your lives, so, yeah, that was a good point. Okay, so starting with, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, so a lot of people, I mean, this is, it might come as, like, obvious, like, you know, oh, God's love, like, love others as you love yourself, which, yes, is true, but to kind of go, like, deeper and beyond that, I have written down that love is not a feeling, but it's an attitude of goodwill and devotion to others. Um, This kind of goes with what Manali said, that love is a choice, and 
It's something that you have to choose to do daily, even when you don't want to. It can be very hard to choose love. Um, You cannot base this off of, you know, is this person making me mad? Um, Is the world making me mad? And I'm just going to choose not to love others because I do that daily. Manali does that daily. And we, we all do that. And that's something that you have to recognize within yourself and be like, okay, I have to choose to love today. I have to choose to love everybody. I have to choose to love my partner, my family, my friends, even if, you know, they're being mean to me today or, you know, they kind of had an attitude with me. So I'm going to choose like not to love, you know, you just have to, you have to choose to love even when it's hard. And to kind of go into like my next point with that, it says that love is given freely whether or not the person deserves it and it gives without giving back. That can be the hardest thing, I think, or one of the hardest. Kind of like wrap your head around because it's just like we live in such a, you know, what can it what can this person or this thing give me rather than what can I give? Like we live in such a selfish world that's like, you know, how um like what what can they do for me? And we have to change that mindset of like in a relationship viewpoint, you have to be like, what can I do for this person? Now, it's different if you're just giving and giving and giving and giving and that person just puts in no effort. Like, you know, yeah, you have to address those things. And that comes out of love too. Like make sure if you're addressing it to that person, you're addressing it out of love um, and not in like a rude or selfish way. But you do have to think about the other person first and you have to think about like, what can I offer in this relationship, you know? And then I believe that once, like whatever you give is is what you're gonna receive back. Um, You know, you get what you give. So you have to give freely without, you know, expecting something in return. You just have to give. And that is really kind of like what love shows. And in a biblical standpoint, obviously, Jesus died on the cross for our sins without receiving anything, like knowing that most people would still reject him. I mean, that's the ultimate true love and true sacrifice. And it's just kind of overwhelming to think about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, Mally, what did you have um, down? Going off of what you said, I had picked out the <clears throat> Bible verse, John fifteen thirteen. It says, there is no love greater than... Um, to lay one's life down for one's friend. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a difference, like you said, between worldly love and emotional... <laughs> worldly love and godly type of love. And mm-hmm. this is the type of love that you want to give to other people. And it's not... Like the verse says that laying one's life down for one's friend, but it does not um, exclude everybody else. It's not just your best friends. It's not just your boyfriend or girlfriend, your family, it's your enemies too. And I think that's, can be hard, but, um, this is the type of love that we all deserve. And I mean, honestly, um, yeah, that's really all. Have you ever seen the movie? Um, I think, I think it's War Room. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh -uh. You haven't? Oh, we need to watch it sometime. But in this movie, um, I, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, you might want to skip this part because, you know, it's kind of a spoiler alert. But at the end of the movie, it shows the wife kind of giving all her efforts. And then she finds her husband's phone and she finds out he had been, like, cheating on her. And instead of, like, lashing out on him and, like, confronting him about it, like, she just went about, like, her daily, like, business with him. And he even found out that she saw the text. And so he was expecting her to, like, lash out and, like, you know, get the brunt of it and stuff, and she didn't. Like, she just kind of acted like nothing was wrong, and then that kind of, like, changed their whole relationship because he felt so, like, guilty and convicted because even though that was probably the hardest thing that she, like, went through, like, she still showed him grace and, like, did it in a loving way, and that solved things, like, quicker. And I am not saying, (laughs) let this be known, I am not condoning cheating at all. Like, probably if I was in her situation, I would have reacted a lot different, and we, you know, wouldn't have probably gone well in my relationship, (laughs) but um, I just think that that's, like, a good example of, like, you know, when when you're faced with, like, trials and tribulations, like, try to react out of love instead of, you know, immediately lashing out on that person. That's kind of a bad example, I think. Sorry. But, I mean, <laughs> it just kind of made me think of that. Yeah. 
Um, okay, we spent a lot of time on love, so let's go ahead and move on to the next one. So it is spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love and joy. So this one can commonly get mixed up with happiness, and unlike happiness, it is a gladness that is completely independent of the good and bad things of the day. So basically, joy comes from something that is not based off of your circumstances. And let me tell you what, I really struggle with this one because I, <laughs> like Manali knows, I get so like upset when it's like a, you know, dark, dreary day or like it's raining. Like I just get <laughs> like my mood completely just falls and I'm like, ugh. I'm ready for the sun to come back out but then when it's like a sunny and pretty day I'm like I'm so happy today like thank you Jesus for a pretty day and it's like that is happiness because it's based off of like the circumstances of the day but joy is like you know you don't like base your mood off of that those things like even in the midst of like you know hard circumstances or you know tough times like you're still choosing to find joy like something to be thankful for in that day and you know, you, that joy comes from God. That's something that, you know, you have to still pray for just like the rest of these. Um, and you have to practice it. Like, don't think that that just comes naturally. Like you have to practice joy. Like it's, you know, you're going to have bad days and you're going to have days where you have to be like, okay, you know, even though this is going wrong in my life, like at least this is going right. Or at least I still have this, you know, that's something that you just have to look at the bright side and you have to, you have to choose joy regardless of your circumstances. So, yeah. I struggle with that one a good bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, I kind of said the same things. that um, I kind of looked up what the definition of joy was because I really didn't know how to explain it in words because there, I mean, there is a difference between joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. Happiness is most definitely materialistic and it's worldly. But, um whenever I looked at the definition of it up from a biblical standpoint said that it's choosing to respond to external circumstances with inner contentment and satisfaction because we know God will use it to shape us. And there's a verse in James that talks about, um, there's joy in the trials, like you had said. Mm -hmm. And like in regards to like relationships, you're going to face trials and you want to have joy on your side whenever you're going through those things. So you're not looking at it in short term. You're looking at it in this is God having his best interest in heart in his heart for our future later on mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah. And like you're saying in like a relationship viewpoint, like, you know, even like tell each other, like what you're thankful for, like, you know, in them like you know I'm so thankful that you're being so patient with me here lately you know um because like I have that struggle like I get super duper stressed based off my circumstances like homework and school really really like takes its toll on me and you know sometimes my boyfriend can take the brunt of that you know mm -hmm. um like he's my person but also you know that that's the person that kind of bears you know that weight that you're feeling mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of you know trying to steer away from, you know, putting all that stress on that person and turning it into more of like, you know, like, thank you so much for being so patient with me this week. Or, you know, thank you for like showing kindness to me or going the extra mile for me, you know, like thank them for that. And that shows them love in return. So mm -hmm. just kind of a way to show joy in relationships. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to that one? Mm -mm, no? That's all I have. All right. So moving on. So, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, and peace. So this one was kind of hard to like find, you know, like just, or just write down notes on because it's just kind of plain and clear, I guess. But peace is um, tranquility in the midst of chaos. So this one can kind of be hard to find. And it's definitely something that, true peace can only come from God. This is something you truly have to pray for. Um, and like I was mentioning, like when we were talking about joy is stress, you know, even though like I'm stressed because of school and because I have so many, you know, things to get taken care of, like that eternal, like that joy comes from God. I mean, not joy. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> that peace has to come from God. And that's just something that it can be hard. Um, because like I said, like you're so focused on that chaos and that stress that 
you know, you're not really, you're like, I can't, you know, I don't have time to find peace, but like you do and you have to. And this, I think to give an example, like comes in the small moments, like, um, you know, here lately, I'm like, I'm trying to find time for my quiet time. I'm trying to figure out like, how, how can I find peace and all of this chaos? And like, I'm running around like this way and that way every week. Um, so I recently have decided to keep my Bible in my car. I know kind of weird, but um, I have to get to my college campus super duper early most days and I have a lot of time to kill before I actually have to go to class so I keep my Bible in my car and I sit in my car once I park and I do my quiet time and I feel like making that quiet time a priority like that's just like finding time for that and really you know that's going to bring you peace throughout the day um, that quiet time and as far as relationships go this can be really hard because I think the both of you together, that's something you both have to work on to find peace within your relationship, but it mostly comes like individually. Like you both have to be praying for that and you both have to keep up with your quiet time away from each other. Um, But I do think like weekly Bible studies or something together, like there's so many like books online that, I mean, I can link some down like below in the description, but like some good, you know, like relationship books that are like Christian based and Bible study based are really, really good. And that can help, you know, a good godly relationship to grow and to really like build that foundation. And I think that can bring the both of you like peace, like during a hard week and you can just kind of come together and, you know, say what's been on your heart and, you know, getting that off your chest, you know, can kind of just, it can kind of bring that peace. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had said that peace was kind of trusting the Holy Spirit to take over our mind and soul. Mm-hmm. Because in the absence of peace, there is a lot of fear. And fear is crippling to the mind, but um, infusing or incorporating peace lets us face life with the fact of everything being okay regardless of the outcome. And um, being able to incorporate peace into your daily life makes or makes for like a sustainable compass through your day because if you're being driven by fear you're being driven by fear you're scared of everything and just being able to trust that God has everything in order and in place just the way it's supposed to be makes everything 10 times easier and in terms of relationships I put um, peace about the future because I know I've talked to a couple of uh friends I've met through church here recently talking about like their relationships and stuff and just how they're worried about like what's to come in the future with their um, relationships because they look like they're going down different paths and they don't know how that that's going to work out but having peace and like like you said working on peace Mm -hmm. and building that foundation beforehand is going to make going through those trials of change so much easier and um yeah, you're going to have a solid foundation to rely on whenever it does get tough. Because, I mean, it is going to. Oh, yeah. Eventually. But mm-hmm. that's really all that I said about that one. Yeah. Um, so, we're, I think, <laughs> I think we're doing good on time, but we got to keep going. Um, but this, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and then patience. Um, patience is very difficult. Probably one of the most difficult fruits to bear. Um, because, like I used in that example earlier... You know, you can pray to God for patience, and then he's going to put you in situations where your patience is going to be tested, and it's, like, really, really hard. Um, But what it is, really, is it's perseverance, steadfastness, and steadfast... (laughs) And steadfastness to endure bad treatment without lashing out... um, Without lashing out back. Um, So kind of what this means is, you know... It can be hard to not lash out on somebody when they do something to make you mad because I can be really bad about this. Like, I just want to react right there in the moment. And I think a good way to kind of help build this up is just kind of, like, take a step back first. Like, instead of, like, immediately saying something you'll regret or, like, lashing out, like, take a step back, you know, gather your thoughts. Give yourself a moment to calm down because anger is something that like is gonna arise like out of us naturally 
you have to control that and be like, okay, let me take a step back. Let me be patient with this person or whoever it is, you know, let me be patient with my boyfriend or girlfriend and let me just, you know, react more out of love and show patience to them. Um, and you're going to have a better outcome with whatever it is you're dealing with once you're patient with that. Um, and I think that goes back to like reacting out of love is not lashing out back. Um, cause like I said, that can be really, really hard. So yeah, that's really all I have for that one though. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of took a different take on patience, but not, not necessarily like treating somebody with patience, but like what is patience, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's just that knowing what, that what's for you will come on God's perfect timing mm-hmm. and just being okay with where you are until God says move. Mm-hmm. And, um, the example that I kind of brought out with that was, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> the example that I kind of brought out with that was um, this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we had originally mentioned this podcast being started around this time last year. We had talked about it in September of 2020, and it ended up not being able to actually start until J- July of 2021. And um, speaking now of about then, if we had started that podcast, then I can vouch for me and Hannah and say that we were not in the right mindset and we would yeah, not we have had ready. the right <laughs> intentions of making this podcast then. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you are face, if you are going through trials where you're having to be patient, just know that there is hope and there is a reason that God is keeping you where you are, where you're at, and not letting you jump the gun on the season that you're in. And another. Um, example, we can take this out if it's like kind of weird to mention because we're both dating people now. But mm-hmm. um, in our single season, me and Hannah talked about this a couple of times that um, I don't know, I wouldn't say that God placed us, placed these people in our lives or the devil did, but <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's kind of me. It's not, oh I'm gosh. not, it's not talking bad about nobody, but yeah. like, God or whoever <laughs> would bring like these random boys into our lives, mm-hmm. like while we were single, as like trials of like, oh, are you gonna cave into this guy mm-hmm. when later on there's something better waiting for you? Yeah, and just being oh, because able... it can be so easy to settle and not mm-hmm. be patient because you know you can get so tired of like, oh my gosh, like I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing's coming, or or even like something feels too good to be true. You know, like, you know, am I really going to find that good godly God that, you know, God has for me? Like, is that really real? Like, is that really going to happen? Me and Manali were in that mindset, like, <laughs> just a it year ago. Impossible. Yeah, it really just seemed impossible. <laughs> and, like, we kind of, like, we would get so discouraged and be like, mm-hmm. you know, this, I don't even know this is going to happen for us, you know? Like, it might just be easier to settle, you know? Like, the next person that comes along, like, let's just settle, you know? Like, just not a good mindset to have, and you just have to be patient in that, yeah. you know? Because, I mean, there are, like, there are some mediocre guys out there, like, <laughs> like, because like, I feel oh my gosh. like the bare minimum is that they love Jesus and they go to church, <laughs> and, like, I would jump at the fact, like, oh, my gosh, this guy actually goes to church and he loves Jesus. But, like, there is... Or that is... one time you were like, he opened the door for me. Like, <laughs> like, what in the world? Why am I trying to settle for that? Because yeah. there's so much better out there. But that's really just, I guess, the devil trying to distract you from what God really has in store for you if you're patient and want to wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, too, this might be a little bit of a tangent so we can take this out, too. You're not going to miss what God has for you. Even if you decide mm-hmm. to take that, even if you decide to jump the gun and choose take a different route, yeah. Something that God didn't really have in store for you, he's going to bring you back mm-hmm. around to what you're supposed to where you're supposed to be, even if that I mean it might cause a couple more heartaches and heartbreaks than you might take originally. you longer than you could have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you could have shortened that path a little bit, but just you took the long way around, but that's okay because God's going to bring you back to where you're supposed to be eventually. Yeah. But if you're in a situation right now, like, don't take that as, like, I can keep doing what I'm doing right now. Because, yeah, that's going to take you longer until you realize you can't keep doing what you're doing. But that's a a story for a different day. So, um, (laughs) I guess I do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sorry for that kind of, like, tangent. But um, these next few that we have, um, you know, just kind of bear with us because they can tend to flow together a little bit. And we're going to differentiate between them. So, 
Um, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and then kindness. So this one can kind of be self-explanatory, but it's looking for ways to meet the needs of others. Um, you know, and, you know, people might think that this is easy. You know, you see quotes all the time that's like, spread kindness or choose kindness today, you know. Or like, you know, this is really nice, but in like a worldly viewpoint, you know, some people do like the pay it forward thing to show kindness. And like, while that's great and that's nice, you know, that's still like a worldly act of kindness. And also, I can't afford that half the time. Yeah. The pay it forward again. Because you don't know who you are getting. <laughs> right, who am I paying for? a family of seven. <laughs> I'm going to have to respect the Right, who am I paying for? What's what's their bill? For real. Um, but no, like, we're just kind of kidding a little bit. But, um... <laughs> like I said, it's looking for ways to meet the needs of others. So this means like, you know, recognize somebody in your church or in your family or a friend or a classmate, like who's obviously going through a tough time. This is where community comes in. Do something nice for them. Cook them a meal if they're sick. Um, this can, and, now, and in a relationship viewpoint, this also can be very difficult. All of these can be pretty difficult, but showing kindness when you don't really want to um, or just in general uh, small ways can be like, um, you know, serving in like their love language, I guess. So like, if it's like receiving gifts, like, you know, go out of your way to like buy them a coffee one day or like do something to like cheer them up, write them a sweet note, like, you know, tell them that, you know, you're praying for them or say, you know, like I said a prayer for you this morning, like it's going to be okay. Like that's showing an act of kindness. It's in the smallest things. And I think, in a relationship standpoint, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, that kindness is in the smallest things, you know, I was with somebody who, like, would try to show me, like, acts of kindness through, like, these big gifts and, like, stuff that, and, like, I, you know, it could come across as, like, I was ungrateful, but that's, like, not how, you know, that doesn't truly show kindness to me, you know, like, I, you know, find it in the small things, like, you know, like, my boyfriend now, like, writes me notes and leaves them in my car sometimes, like, before he leaves, like, I love that, and that's just, like, that can turn a bad day into a good day, and it's, like, that's just, like, an example of something that you can do for, you know, your partner or somebody in your family or, like, whoever, you know? Yeah, um, before I say what's on my thing, I want to say that the, like, how you said paying it forward is, like, it is an act of kindness, but, like, it's mm -hmm. what's noted as an act of kindness today. And, like, like only the big things are considered acts of kindness. Yeah, like, like stuff that can... involves money. Like, it doesn't have to involve money. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to do anything with money. Mm -mm. Anyways. But it might require effort. Yes. You know, I think people can get that confused. Like, you might not, like, it might be easier to you to spend money on something. But, like, it's it's better, like, as long as you put effort in it. Like that's all you need, but yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put effort into showing that. Yeah. Um, what I had noted was that there is a difference between being nice and being kind. Mm -hmm. um, niceness refers to pleasing, and we are not called to please people. Um, being kind is an action we can show daily, and it's one that we want to present as Christians. Oh, that's good, yeah. There's um, a quote that Allison Mayo always <laughs> says, and she she brought it up to me, like, I think this past summer, because she used it as her background for her phone. It probably still is the background of her phone. <laughs> Maybe. And it says, there's no one you've met that God did not love. And, like, you know, we always tell, like, as Christians, we always love, we like, these things we know, but, like... To really let that settle into your brain, like, you want to show kindness because God loves them and because that's what we're called to do. And um, I also said that niceness kind of leaves um, leaves for an expectation of something in return. Um, in relationships, choosing to be kind, even when it's not easy or convenient, like you said, mm -hmm. is a great way to, to show kindness, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's all I really have for that that's one. Good. Um, for time's sake, just kind of moving forward. Um, the fruits of the Spirit are <laughs> love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness. So, like I said, to keep these from kind of, like, flowing together, 
um, to di differentiate between kindness and goodness. Goodness reflects the character of God um, and also seeing the good in others. I personally struggle with this one a lot, like seeing the good in others. Um, that is, believe it or not, something we are called to do. That is what showing goodness is. Um, you know, let people see God in you. And I know that that's cliche, um, but that just means like practicing, you know, that doesn't mean be perfect, but that does mean like read the word every single day and slowly you will become, you know, you'll reflect that character of God more, you know, um, and seeing the good in others, like I said, that is, um, you know, even if somebody like made you mad that day or like <laughs> your partner, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, you still have to see the good in them some days, you know, when times are tough or, you know, you're really kind of getting like they made you mad or upset, like showing goodness is seeing the good in them because that's what Jesus did, you know, and that's yeah. what we have to do too. Yeah, that's really all I have for that one because it's really hard to kind of <laughs> differentiate these, but that is kind of like a short summary of like how can we differentiate between kindness. Kindness is like Manali said, an action, and it's looking for ways to meet the needs of others, and it's an action. And goodness just reflects that character of God that's showing, um, that's showing God's goodness and seeing the good in others. Mm -hmm. Wow, well, you're honking. I was gonna say, sorry, too. <laughs> Anyways, um. <laughs> Um, whenever you said that, it reminded me of the Bible verse, I do not remember what chapter or number it is, but, uh, <laughs> to live is Christ, for me to live is Christ. Um, what? Yeah, <laughs> there's a Bible verse. For me to live in Christ is Christ to No, for me to live is Christ. Like, to, to oh, to live like Christ. That might not be how the verse goes. I'm I'll not have sure. To <laughs> but I put that, uh, goodness is the correct instruction. And what I mean by that is, like, in leading people to Christ, whether by actions or telling them about him, you want to have the right mindset so you're telling them for the for their eternity's sake and not for selfish gain. Um, hang on, let me flip over my notebook. Um, this past week at church, um, at the youth group, we had talked about found people, find people. And um, with... Hang on, let me try and say this right. Okay. You don't want the blind, which is talking about um, people who claim to be Christians uh, but don't add up to be in their actions or in their words, leading the blind. That And that's why Christians have such a bad rep sometimes mm -hmm. is because we have people that are lukewarm or like that really don't care about what the Bible actually says leading people closer to Christ and really they're leading them further from him and um I don't know where I'm going with this <sighs> okay that's all that I have on that one okay um so moving on to the next one it is love joy peace patience kindness uh goodness and then faithfulness so um you know we, we know that faithfulness is obviously like keeping our faith. We know that our faith is going to be tested sometimes, but really it is our um, integrity. Um, it's when we're looked at as an example, and it doesn't come from our own control, but God's control. So let me kind of like explain what I mean by that. Um, so like I said, like integrity is something that, you know, people can look at you and be like, wow, like, they're really going through a, a hard time right now, but they're still being faithful, and they're still keeping that faith um, in God, you know, even though, like, times are hard, and I think, like, the example that um, I can kind of give for this is, like, Job, um, and Job's mm -hmm. story, you know, God, like, purposefully, like, literally put Job in all of these trials and tribulations, I mean, had his family taken from him, I mean, it was just, you know, he went through a lot of hard times, but he still remained faithful. Now, if you read that that book, you'll know that, like, he didn't want to. He still, like, questioned, you know, like, why, God? Like, why are you doing this to me? But he still remained faithful, like, no matter what. He was still obedient to God. And this is what, um, you know, we have to do. And we also, you know, this is what people look at us for, you know. Um, 
this is how, like Manali said in like the last point we had, you know, this is how people see Christians like as like non-hypocrites because so many Christians are seen as hypocrites today. And that is what like a true person of faith, you know, does differently. Like they're somebody that keeps their faith no matter what and they don't like do certain things that wouldn't reflect that faith that they have and that is something that I think all Christians like you know can work on as like a whole you know that's what's chasing people away from a church but you know that's a different story but um you know that's what people are that's what Christians and non-Christians are looking at us for like do does that person like are they reflecting their faith are they keeping their faith during hard times you know that's up to you and in um a relationship standpoint um I don't really know how you can kind of incorporate that, but I guess just in a way, like, be an example to each other, hold each other accountable in that way, say, like, hey, like, is that necessarily, you know, reflecting how, you know, we're supposed to act as a Christian couple, you know, just kind of like a self-assessment, I guess, you know. Yeah, holding each other accountable. Yeah. Um, The only thing that I really said was, like, obviously, faithfulness is our devotion to God and all that's done. But I also had mentioned about, like, not serving more than one master. Um, Mm -hmm. Because there are things that can be... How do I want to say this? There are things that you don't even realize that can be masters in your life that take you... take Yeah, idols that can take away from your faithfulness to God. And it can be something as small as, like, social media. Um, You can idolize social media very easily. A lot of people do. Or it can be um, something as big as addiction. Or the person you're in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. That can easily become an idol, and that's something that you have to really kind of recognize, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't really know... Yeah, like it's just kind of yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like straightforward, I guess. I mean, like I said, in a relationship viewpoint, like that's just kind of um, yeah, just being aware that God is the only master mm-hmm. that you should be serving. I yes, guess. so is how to yeah. sum that up. Um, and then moving on, we've covered love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and then we're on the eighth one. We're almost there, guys. I'm sorry, this is probably going to be a really long episode, but we're on gentleness. Um, And this one means, um, it doesn't have like a clear definition, but it says like, it forgives, it empathizes, and it's not a sign of, oh, well, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. It forgives and it empathizes. So this is kind of in a way that's like, like I said, like, you know, when somebody makes you mad, your first instinct is not to forgive. Your first instinct is to either seek revenge or lash out or get angry at that person. And showing gentleness is, you know, forgive that person, but don't forgive them out of anger because a lot of people do that. I can catch myself doing that. Like, don't forgive them out of anger. You know, be gentle with them. Forgive them and say, hey, like, it's okay. I know that you didn't mean to do that. Like, it's okay. And I know, like, you might be thinking, like, well, they did mean to do that. Well, okay, like, that's a different story. Like, talk <laughs> to them about it. Talk it out. But first react with gentleness. You know, empathize with somebody. You know, we come across a lot of people each day. I mean, me and Manali, we work the same job. We work in retail. And we come across a lot of people who are very rude. Um, You mm-hmm. know, if you work in customer service in general, like, people – are so rude coming in half the time and you just have to remember like okay like maybe that person just had a bad day at work you know maybe that person is struggling to you know provide for their family you know you just have to and I'm just like you know coming up with those off the top of my head but like seriously people do like react based off of like what their day was like or their circumstances and you know we do that too and we have to recognize and be empathetic and be like hey like you know just be patient with this person you know even like you know offer up like a kind word to them or something you know and like you just never know how much of an impact that can have like on a person um and kind of like a common misconception is that it's not a sign of weakness just because you forgive like in a more gentle way doesn't mean like you're weak or that you know 
you're too sensitive or whatever. That's what we're called to do. That's not a sign of weakness. Jesus showed gentleness. You know, he commands us to forgive. And, you know, you try not to forgive out of anger, but forgive in a gentle way. So, and that, in a relationship viewpoint, stands the same way for anybody else. Maybe your partner had a bad day. And like we said earlier, you know, you and the person you're dating or that you're married to or whoever, like, each of you is going to catch that the brunt of what that other person's day was like because you're the closest person to each other. And it's just kind of like saying, okay, like, let me not, you know, make them bear that brunt too much, you know. Um, you know, empathize with them, be like, hey, I know you had a bad day, but, like, it's going to be okay. Like, you know, it's going to get better. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, what I had put, the, the only thing that I put was, in a way of correction, not approaching out of anger or impatience, but out of love, like you had mm-hmm. said. I think gentleness can kind of go with grace, too. Yeah. Because you do have to be graceful and be gentle whenever you are approaching certain situations. And in a way, that's just taking gentleness into your daily life and, like, being quick to show grace, I guess. Mm-hmm. And showing grace can be hard, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ain't lying. But um, one thing that I, well, I guess this kind of goes with kindness too, but I try to compliment whoever it is that I'm talking to that day. Like, like if it's a girl that I'm sitting next to in class, like I try and go out of my way to say like, hey, I think your nails are really cool or like, you know, Mm -hmm. just making light of something that maybe they just need to hear that day because you never know what somebody needs to hear. Because let me tell you. I haven't had a bad day today, but my day was made when the guy at T-Bones brought me a to-go box after, like, I didn't even ask him to, but he just brought me a to-go box, and I was just like, thank you, like, you didn't, like, I didn't have to get out there, you know, ask, like, it's just a little thing. It's in the smallest things that just make our day, like, you know, you did not make me get up to go get that to-go box, you just brought it to me, it's like you knew I needed it. Exactly, because, like, I was sitting in the chair, I was like... I really don't want to have to get up and talk to people like like not being mean but just yeah. like I didn't want to have to go up there like I just felt like I was embarrassed because <laughs> I had gotten up two other times to go to the bathroom <laughs> and get a jacket out of my car so when he brought me that I was just like thank you you do not know how much I needed you to bring so me that kind of you. and like when you compliment people's nails like getting your nails done is expensive like you want people really? to compliment them be like girl that color is so pretty on you mm-hmm. like that compliments you or or I don't know that might be a little weird but just be like that nail color is cute <laughs> you know um and if like you're in a relationship like you know do that too like if your girlfriend got her nails done tell her her nails are cute you know if your boyfriend got um a haircut (laughs) even if you don't like it you know be like your hair looks so good (laughs) you know um but anyway so yeah that's uh kind of what our view of gentleness was and we're getting to the last one so um just be patient I know this episode's gonna be super long love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and the last one is self-control so this one um all I have written down is it's the flesh versus the spirit. So I think like the common like kind of um like approach I can take to this is like uh sexual immorality. So not to kind of get like too like into something that could potentially be like an episode like later on is um you know we have fleshly desires and like that are like you know we're we're human like God cre- still created us to be human. Self-control is taking that and saying, okay, like, this is not what I'm called to do. Even though I have these fleshly desires, I have to have enough self-control to not act on them. Um, And so, like I said, like, sexual immorality is, like, an easy one to use for that. Um, But I think this also goes into, like, if you're in a relationship, like, when you're... I know I've used anger a lot, but, I mean, seriously, (laughs) like, that ruins a lot of relationships. Like, you know, just dwelling in anger with, you know your partner um but having that self-control to say I'm not going to react out of anger even though like my fleshly desire is to react out of anger and to just completely go off of them and you know hurt their feelings with words you know that it's taking self-control to be like no I'm gonna be more like Jesus and I'm gonna I'm gonna react out of kindness and out of love um but yeah so practicing Self-control takes practice for sure. Um, you know, like I said, with all of these, you have to pray for that. 
and you just have to you have to practice that daily you know sometimes you know like we fail daily but that's something that you know you have to you just have to you know practice self-control so yeah yeah I agree with that 100 percent uh, sexual immorality was a really good example to use for that one. I didn't even think. I don't know why, but some of these I did not think about the way that I was supposed to. What do you have? And this is self control. I said impulsive is not quirky. <laughs> quirky, <laughs> especially not in the face of trials. And my thought process behind this was, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, what I thought was, um. So, you know how a lot of, like, especially, well, okay. Like, whenever it comes to, like, decision-making, like, people will be impulsive about it and not even think about the consequences Mm -hmm. after. That's what I meant by that. Especially, like, when it comes to, like, uh, No, I know what you mean. Like, no, I know. I know what you mean. Like, that self-control to be, like, let me... You know, let take me take a step back. Yeah, and let evaluate. me take a step back. Like, let me have patience with this. Like, is this really like a good decision? That doesn't mean like second guess yourself, but like, don't instead of acting on that, like right in that moment, be like, okay, what are like the pros and cons to this? Like, take self control. Like, your fleshly desire is going to be like, yes, let's do that. Like, that's exciting. Let's go for it. And then it ends up in the long run not being a good decision. So, yeah, I get that. Like, practicing self control with not acting upon impulse. Yeah, that yeah. makes that's. There's different interpretations of it, so that's good, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess an example of that would be, like, like, I know we have a bunch of, or not a bunch, but, like, some high school seniors that could be listening, or just, like, people coming out of what, community college, <laughs> yeah. too. I guess this could apply to them, too. But, like, um, making the decision on where you go to college, because, um, you know, especially living in Mississippi, we have two huge party schools that a lot of people go <laughs> yeah. to for the parties and for the... Uh, environment that isn't so godly all the time mm-hmm. and um, when you're faced with the decision to make a choice on which, which college you want to go to just being aware of like what your pros and cons are going to be and not being impulsive and going just based on what the environment's going to give you but what you're really going to get out of it in terms of your relationship with God as well as your education because in the long run the parties and everything else aren't going to matter, so mm-hmm. you don't want to No, be. a lot of people, like, will base it off that. They'll be like, oh, well, I'll be able to, you know, I get to join this sorority, and we get to go to these kind of parties, and, like, not that there's, like, anything wrong with sororities, like, at all, but it's, like, if that's the reason that you're going and you're reacting off of impulse, like, strictly based on that, it might not be a good decision. Like, you really have to weigh all of your options. So, you know, but that's just, you know, from a college, like, standpoint. Um, But, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, well, I think that's really all that we have for this episode. I am so sorry. I feel like I say this every episode, but that was super long. But I think we kind of got a lot of, like, insight out of that, and we were able to kind of, like, dig deeper into what the fruits of the Spirit were. Um, So we're just going to kind of end this here and, you know, next week we have a special topic coming up that we're going to explain um, later on and we'll post that somewhere else. So, or on Instagram. So, because that's what I keep saying social media, but all we have is Instagram right now. So, you know, anyways, stay tuned for maybe a Facebook page or something later on. But um, yeah, we're just going to kind of go ahead and end this here and thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.